Hey, welcome back. It's season six. Click connect. But before we start out, I want to thank our friend Sarah Dandishi for her book. She sent a copy to me and my wonderful producer, Danny. So great book. If you're in hospitality or if you want to get your team thinking and really taking care of guests, buy this book. Doesn't matter what industry you're in, but particularly hospitality, you might want to do this. So season six has now started. We've got new guests, a new set. A lot of things are happening this year that, you know, we were able to add to the show. Um, you know, want to thank our production partners. We've got Radisson Hotels uh, of the Americas joining us now. We've also got our friends at Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group, California, uh, joining us, rejoining us. They've been here since the beginning, so thank them both very much because they're making this show possible. And now I want to introduce our guest, Mark Day, founder of Co-Host. Mark, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Good Great to, to see be you, here. my friend. Do me a favor, Mark, and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and co-host, please. Well, uh, my name's Mark Day, and I started, uh, co-founded, co-host uh, roughly three, three and a half years ago with uh, my business partner. And really, I'm a software engineer at heart, and um, I uh, had a integration company for about 10 years prior, and I really was able to learn a lot. We integrated with a lot of hotels. And uh, so we were able to see, kind of have the inside track on a lot of issues inside hotel systems. And that's kind of the, uh, the, the, where I started kind of percolating the ideas for how we could solve some of those uh, at a much lower price point than what was currently being offered in the marketplace. And so we, we uh, basically went back to the lab and, and got to work. There you go. So software engineer, saw a need in the hospitality sector. What's some of the other nuances in history of co-host? You know, you've got your partners. What spurred on co-host and putting it together? Uh, you know, I do actually think um, in a broader sense that uh, kind of the original, the origin story for, for startups is always uh a um is a good question to ask because you know my partner and i knew each other for three four five years both of us were very technical we both knew that we could work well together um and then some of the other people we brought on when we when we were thinking about starting the companies we also had long relationships and knew that we could work well together with them uh so kind of and and those are good things right um to to know the uh the strengths and weaknesses that you have know what kind of a startup needs and then know that you can work really well together because it's a high pressure kind of situation and you need to know that you know people aren't gonna fly off the handle or or quit on you or leave or or, or whatever it is so uh really good friend of mine really good partners and uh, uh, a deep knowledge of integrated systems and then front-end um, development as well so kind of with those powers combined, we thought, hey, we could go ahead and tackle this problem. And co-host is a digital guest experience 
and let's tell the tell the audience about this digital guest experience. That's that's right. So we're based in we're headquartered in Las Vegas, right? So we've got the strip in our backyard, and uh, so we were able to kind of have insight into a bunch of like unique issues and um, uh, things that were going on in the industry. As you know, you know Las Vegas is split up in kind of two big corporations. You've got Caesars on one end, you've got MGM on the other end, and then you know, you've got some Boyd and, and some other ones in the middle as well. And they've got these really deep pockets to go ahead and spend millions of dollars building out their internal tech stack. And so we actually kind of got some insight on some of the budgets that were involved there. And it was amazing that there was that much money spent on these applications and the applications kind of did very little, but you knew that that was going to be the future. And so we tried to think ahead and say, okay, if the, the big guys, right, Hilton's, MGM's, Marriott's are kind of building out their own applications, they've got loyal guests that'll use these applications. Uh, how do we build something that allows the independent hotel, the boutique hotel to compete? And to do that, the idea is uh, out of the box, bolt on, complete digital guest experience, which now is a word that's like used a lot, um, but back then it really wasn't. And, uh, and we, uh, and so we were, we were a little bit right in, in, in predicting how powerful it would be. And we needed to give the hotel, right. Buy a PMS system, get co-host and you can open up your hotel. You've got a full digital experience that's branded. You've got the PMS and you're, and, and you're off to the races. So that was really the idea. So the digital journey on a guest smartphone. And this is not downloading an app, correct? That's right. So one of the biggest um, the hurdles is these minor friction points that people have when dealing with technology. And they're subconscious, right? Um, one of them being people hate downloading applications on their phone, which seems kind of bizarre, right? Because you have this infinite real estate on your phone, but you're really stingy with it. And right, like how many times have you sat down and just started like erasing apps that you that you don't use anymore, right? So it doesn't sound like a big deal, but we really needed something where you just clicked a link and you were in. Um, and there's a technology called progressive web apps, uh, web applications, which kind of can give you the look and feel of a native application, but allow you to stay on the web. Now, those exist and they're okay. There's some examples of really good ones, we really think we built a top-notch one to where if you squint your eyes just a little bit, I mean, it, it feels like you're in a complete native application. And then we, we built some other magic in there where you could actually add it to your home screen like a native application. And then once without going to an app store, tap it, and then it takes up your full screen and it walks, works, quacks, just like a native application. And uh, the guests never download it. So relieving that friction, though, is like the really the main point, right? I like to call it throwaway technology. Uh, there's probably a better marketing term for it. Uh, but you, but people, people really want right now tech, right? They don't yeah. want to kind of like jump through the hoops to use it. And so that was a massive, uh, a massive kind of starting point for us. Absolutely. Now, are you using a geofence? So. When somebody pulls into the parking lot or dropped off at the, the port of share, they can tap that. I mean, the, the hotel has sent them a text, I'm, I'm guessing. I, I don't know. 
Uh, they've sent them a tax. They open the tax. They open up that application right then and there, and they can check in as they're walking from the car and into the hotel. Is it that simple? It really is. Um, so that initial text happens about 24 hours before your check-in time, right? And so okay. a lot of us are used to getting one from like the PMS system. Thanks for booking, right. you know, uh, maybe with your like reservation details, right? Um, so what happens is you get a text. Hey, Craig, thanks for staying at, you know, the co-host hotel. Uh, click here to start your, you know, skip the line and click here to start your check-in process. And you click your in your text. And right there, we already are checking with the PMS system on the back end. Is the user's identification in the PMS system? Is there an right. image of the user's identification? Is there payment information? Is the registration card signed? So we're checking all of these things in the PMS on the back end with a deep kind of PMS integration. And if the answer is no to any of those, we collect those from the customer. So, you know, you instantly get to bypass that, that um, check-in line and that whole process and just do it on the fly. And you can do that while you're in the airplane, on your way to the airport, at your house when you get it. Real, you know, up two seconds, you know, two minutes before you arrive or even after arrival, you can do it. Um, and so it just really takes that whole process and labor away from the hotel and puts it on the customer who'd rather do it that way anyway. Absolutely. So if I do this 24 hours in advance when I get that text, now by the time I show up, and I and again, I'm guessing that you've, you've got a geofence around there. It knows that I'm on property now, and then it triggers another text or an email with my room number. And now I've got access not only to the elevators in some cases, but I, I bypass the front line. I can get on the elevator. I know what my room assignment is, and boom, I get up on the fourth floor, the twenty-fourth floor, whatever it may be, and go to room twenty-four oh five, and I'm ready to roll. You got it. I mean, so as soon as you finish that initial check-in process, you know, uh, your screen will tell you, "Hey, you know, we're getting your room ready, right?" Because we don't know which room on the back end that that, that that's right. going to be assigned right. yet or whatnot, and then. When you're within about five minutes of your check-in window is when you get another text and then right in the text it gives you the room number you know again it's more information uh and then it, it gives you the link again in case you know you don't have it you or if you haven't added it to your home screen and so you can go ahead and click that and that simple you're in you've been authenticated with the vmpms system with your phone number with your email address with your id um and so uh you're basically ready to rock and roll you've got your room number there and you can head right up to the room and unlock your door and you're inside your room see i love that idea especially in vegas just mm -hmm. the size of the hotels and it doesn't matter what time of the day or night that i am arriving there is always a line to check in always you know and it's just as bad to go out if you don't use the television to check out. So, you know, I'm loving this idea that I've got it on my phone. I am the master of my own destiny and I can avoid checking in at the front desk. And in a COVID-19 world that we're all in, I would hope that every boutique independent hotelier and brand are starting to beat down your door to find out about this platform and how it can integrate 
uh, with their system. So, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And that's just the tip of the iceberg, really. Uh, you've got a digital concierge, which that can be a little touchy. I know a lot of concierge and they're good <laughs> friends and they, they help me out a lot. So, uh, you know, what are we talking here? Is this really room service? Is it maid service? Or is it also they're being able to hook you up with tickets to a show or a dinner reservation, all of the above? Would you explain that to the audience, please, Mark? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you just touched on was good, right? So it's, it's very convenient to, uh, you know, just head straight to your room and bypass that checkout line, you know kind of a pet hobby of mine uh is uh every time i go to one of the hotels here in vegas i i video record the line as i'm kind of walking by it because it's just one of those things we take for granted that is so annoying and our technology just kind of like solves right out of the gate um so yes as far as the digital concierge is concerned it's kind of a a, a two uh two um two factor i guess process we've got one thing which is the ability for the hotel to just two-way chat text any guest at any time and then the guest can chat back and so that allows one person on your staff right to deal with five six seven guests at a time instead of one-on-one -on -one if as if it were in person or on the phone right yeah. it also allows the guests to just frictionlessly ask for stuff can i have two towels sent to my room please sure they're on their way right and then um two towels are here and they get a text just like as if they were texting their friend or their mom um and they're not having to in other words do it through the co-host app they might have started the process there but we right. you know automatically manage the handoff right and so now they're just texting normally and then on the other side the second part of the process is you've got um the ability to uh send push notifications mms notifications or sms which are just kind of two fancy two different versions of texting with right. rich images so you know pictures and stuff um to segmented guest buckets or your entire every guest in your hotel at one time and so that from a digital concierge standpoint and a marketing standpoint that allows for like ad hoc right now uh marketing hey we're having a wine mixer in the lobby tonight 20% off for the first 60 people that come, uh, press one uh, to RSVP. And so on the back end, you get the you get a whole list of how many people have RSVP'd and it allows you to think of something in the morning, do it in the evening, or even just with, within a couple of hours or a couple of seconds, take a picture and, and push that to all of your guests. So it really is someone to help you right now, right away, instead of you know hopping on the phone or, tr or trying to find somebody in person. See, I love that. And the upselling is a great idea. Uh, you know, I obviously I'm going to use this for securing a reservation at the hotel's restaurant or one right. of the restaurants. If there's several there. Um, you know, so I can do that. I can get my towels and everything else that I need. I think that's absolutely wonderful. But I love the upselling. It's like, hey, we're having a special, you know, Free breakfast, yeah, you know, between six and seven a.m. for those who are early birds. Blah blah blah. You can do a number of different things. I also love the opportunity to try and extend the guest stay by going, "Hey, you know, you've been here two, three days. We'll give you a third or fourth night at seventy percent of whatever the rate is." You know, just picking an arbitrary number, but I'm really liking that that ability. 
How did you integrate the food and beverage components with those? What what can you typically expect? Let's leave the housekeeping out and focus just on the food and beverage. I mean, we've already touched enough on, you know, getting towels and, and all of that. So whether it's the pool, it's the lobby bar, it's, you know, one of two or three or four different restaurants, you know, how does, how does all of that work? Right. So I love how you touched on kind of the upsell stuff. Right. And one, one, just to touch on that for two seconds, uh, sure. and, and it'll lead right into the food and beverage. Um, during your check-in process, that's also a great opportunity to upsell, right? Maybe one of the best opportunities to upsell. And now you don't have the anxiety of the person at the front desk trying to upsell or trying to, hey, can we send a red bottle of red wine to your room or, you know, kind of whatever it is. Um, it's just right through the application. And we all know, right? Just look at Facebook, look at your Amazon. The amount you purchase because it's so convenient is mind-blowing right and why would a hotel be any different it's not and so you just want to make it as easy throughout the process for the customer to add you know any kind of incremental revenue we're trying to you know capture wallet right um any kind of upgrades and the idea is that coho should pay for itself by the time you're about halfway through the month and then kind of the rest is uh the rest is just gravy for the hotel and then FMB, it's kind of the same thing, right? So again, we've got kind of the, the texting um, portion where you can uh, kind of request room service in kind of a, a more manual way. And also we've just got deep kind of POS integrations, right? So whether that's, uh, you know, with Symphony, Micro Symphony, which is kind of under the Oracle umbrella, or whether that's Toast, or, you know, there's a, a bunch of PMS system, or POS, I'm sorry, point of sale systems out there. The real trick is we have the whole front end already built, right? So all the images of the food, you know, think Uber Eats, think Postmates, right? This is this has been done before. And so we've got that framework that plugs into the back end, populates, and then can add it to the POS folio. And then if you've got a deep PMS integration, that actually feeds back to the PMS too. So now you have a holistic view of customer spend for that guest. And all of that data is important. All of those integrations are important. And I feel like a big part of my job is trying to educate people that getting the best system at, for the best price is not always the right way to go about it. You really have to think about your hotel as this like living organism with all of these systems that really have to play well together and you'll get exponential more value out of it if you get systems that play well together than just, oh, this system has this one feature and I, I you know, I'm addicted to it or I need this one feature, there's usually always a workaround for feature sets. What's much more important is, does every system uh, add to part of the guest journey and then also make back of house easier? Absolutely, and, I, and, and that's key. I mean, I think that's why there's some hesitation out there, especially with the, the smaller boutique firms. They're worried that they're not gonna be able to, to have a full integration whether it's the the point of point of sales or the or the property management system, and I think you've solved all that, and congratulations and kudos on that, and I think that's going to accelerate the ROI on this investment. I mean, you've also you've obviously got a labor you know component to this, so now you've got. You know, one person dealing with four or five guests instead of one-on-one, -on -one, which is 
tremendously faster, more efficient. Hotels still are about that human touch, and you can still have that. This is a complement to that. But what I'm liking, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a tremendous energy savings here because if you're not in the room, everything can idle down. And, you know, there are certain people that check into a hotel and they leave all the lights and the TV on all the time. So, you know, so you can manage the energy. You've got a savings there. The room management is, is now incorporated into this. So you've got better efficiencies there for when somebody's out of the room. You've got a small window opportunity to get the room clean so that the guest satisfactions are there and they're not walking back into a, a room that they left as a disaster. Um, you can return a room to inventory and you're after the guest leaves, you've got the opportunity for surveys and all of that. So if you would touch on those few things. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah so it's um, yeah, you know, it's called the digital journey for a reason. There's a lot that goes on. There's so many different touch points and kind of you know, a couple of questions ago, we kind of stopped when you got into the door, right? So um, you're saving money on um, uh, key replacements as well, right? Now you walk into the room and you've got control of your lights, your TV, your shades, your do not disturb, privacy please, um, notifications. You've got control of your whole room from the palm of your hand, right? So now again, so you're saving money on remote replacement, energy management, like you talked about. Now that we have control of all of these devices, we can detect occupancy um, much better than almost anyone else. And then we can manage the room accordingly on the energy saving side. And then to, so now you're to walk through, then you've got the entire kind of um marketing and push notifications that that happen during your stay for experiences and whatnot and then on checkout just to kind of get to the get to the to the end of your stay you know a lot of people leave at 6 a.m they've got the room booked till let's say noon um and you know they don't check out they don't check out uh via the tv they just kind of leave right and um so we're able to via the geolocation that you talked about earlier kind of spot hey they're a certain distance away from the hotel and we know it's their checkout day and it's this time we can prompt them hey looks like you're leaving us would you like us to check out check you out with another text they hit yes and now you can turn that room back into inventory four five six hours earlier which is a big thing for hotels too and that's something we learned while we were in this process and then uh finally you've got the guest surveys and then the prompting them to book directly next time, right? Let's get rid of those 15, 20% OTA charges. Yeah. And by the time you add all of that incremental revenue up, and then plus the uh, the savings you get with, with kind of labor and energy management, um, it really adds up to a big amount at the end. Absolutely, my friend. Thank you very much. Okay, Mark, we're gonna move into our lightning round. I'm going to put right. two minutes on the clock, and so is producer Danny. It's word association, just the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. So here we go. Pro sports. Uh, probably the Las Vegas Golden Knights. There you go. Guest experience. Uh, the ability for the boutique hotel to compete with the big boys. ROI. Uh, it's the incremental revenue and the savings that 
add these little things add up to a big number at the end. Vegas. Uh, you know, hospitality center of the world. If you can make it here in hospitality, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you might get some arguments from some of the guys in New York, but, you know, that's another <laughs> conversation. Room management. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's all about the minutes between kind of the macro, right? So capturing the room on that uh, late, uh, the, the early checkout, uh, you know, uh, capturing, you know, the early check-in, uh, managing your inventory kind of as efficiently as possible to, you know, kind of increase rep par. Favorite airport? Uh, ATL, busiest airport in the world. Favorite hotel or resort? Montage. Laguna Beach is my favorite. Nice. My backyard. I love it. Uh, Mac or PC? Oh, write clean code. You need the cleanest laptop. And that's a, that's an Apple product for sure. <laughs> Coding. Um, 8 a.m. until 8 p.m. <laughs> there we go. And... <laughs> You did that with 18 seconds left on the clock. Congratulations. Overachiever. <laughs> we all should be, you know. <laughs> so you're coding basically 24 hours, okay? You're Feels like it. Working with 24-7 clients because we're open all day, all night, 365 holidays. What's on the horizon? You've got to have some new properties coming on. You don't have to name them. You can name a region or, or something else, but you, you, what's it like for you guys right now? What's going on with you guys? Are you doing installations? Are you bringing properties online? Are you, I know you're selling, you're trying to sell to a lot of different people right now, but what else is going on? Uh, right now is kind of knee deep in um, getting properties online. And, uh, you know, and then also going back and learning from our first kind of handful of properties. And so it's just go, 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 right? This property has, has this new PMS system we've ever heard of. Um, okay, let's get on the horn with, you know, the vendor and, and kind of go through that process. And it's, it's fun. It's, 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 it's so fun being a partner with the hotel, right? Because you can look at what their what what their revenue is, what their booking, what their occupancy is, and like how can we help them do that? That's really all we care about at the end of the day. Because if they're happy, we're happy, right? They're gonna kind of bolt on more more uh, more features, and so that's that's a lot of fun. And then just to talk about the future from a tech standpoint, there's a lot of stuff that um, is probably two to three years out on the future. But the ability to tip um, with uh, uh, tip hotel staff, which is like a huge problem right now, we're going to solve it. We're solving that kind of traditionally on the payment side, but we're also implementing a uh, crypto aspect to that so that a hotel can actually pick crypt different cryptocurrencies and uh, allow guests to transfer those with no intermediary kind of in between. We also have, uh, we're in beta on our first kind of smart contracts. So imagine the contract kind of sitting on a blockchain and whether that's your guest registration card, you know, being set up with a digital signature that's completely immutable. There's a uh, ways to do that that are, are going to um, really drive efficiencies. Now that's like, 
for hospitality, that's way in the future, but for other industries, that's happening right now. So I think it's really important not to dismiss it. And we, we want to be there fully built out by the time that is a reality. I can't wait to see what you guys do. Mark, we're out of time. How can people get a hold of you? Time for a um, shameless plug, my friend. I, you know what? Feel free to reach out to me directly. I love talking to vendors, customers, everybody. Uh, Mark, M-A-R-K, at cohost, K-O-H-O-S-T, dot I-O. And uh, yeah, that's, I'll get back to you same day. Perfect. Thank you for joining us, Mark. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. That's it. Episode one is in the can. We're back. It's so good to be working with our guests and my favorite producer, Danny. So I'm really happy about that. Now, you can meet Mark and his team at the 5th Annual California Lodging Investment Conference on March 10th at the crown jewel of the Anaheim Resort, the JW Marriott. So join us. Uh, you know, the conference is going to be here soon. We've got a lot of new exhibitors and sponsors. We've added a hotel uh, development roundtable, the agony and the ecstasy of hotel development. And we're going to be talking to, we've got 12 brands, 11, 10 of them are on the panel. Two of them are going to be, be on site as well. So join us. We've got lenders that are making hotel loans. If you need a loan, this is the conference to be at. If you are in the California hotel market or want to be in the California hotel market, this is the conference to attend. And you get to meet our friends from co-host. So thank you for joining us. We'll be back with another episode real soon. And in the meantime, remember, be kind, share your knowledge. Now go be amazing. <laughs>